what happens when a group of people are teleported to another world. Ladies and gentlemen, find that out every other Friday here on all podcasting platforms as isekai the anime-themed D&D 5E podcast is brought to you by the Talkin' Anime Network, hosted by me, Mitch. Let's get this party started. What's up, everybody? It's the Summoning Boys here from How Not to Summon a Podcast. Big shout out to our friends for giving us some time to reveal ourselves. Yeah. So if you don't know what we're about, we're three English lads who like to have a drink or two and give deep dives into anime. Sometimes successfully, sometimes not, but always a good time. Damn right, baby. We talk about anything from cock thrusting scouts. Morning, Mr. Smith. To bicycles of justice. Bring, bring, motherfucker. To cum tasting cookies. Nom, 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 nom. And bullet dodging boobies. Those BDBs. You can catch us every Saturday on all good podcatchers. Chat to us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at How Not to Summon, or join our Discord at How Not to Summon a Podcast. I've been Sheeny Senpai. I've been Jim. I've been Grayson. See you later, guys. Bye. Tara. Caution side effects may include nosebleeds, hand cramp, uncontrollable laughter, pregnancy, two sides of anime fan, high blood pressure, penis, not suitable for vegans. Dragon Ball Z, One Piece, Naruto, all things that we love, all manga that were originally published in the legendary magazine Weekly Shonen Jump. But not every series can run for 300 chapters and have a hit anime. This is David. This is Jordan. We're the hosts of Shonen Flop. Each episode, we look at manga that ran and jumped that didn't quite make it. We discuss what it did wrong, what it did right, how the series could have turned itself around, and ultimately, was it a flop or not? Run all your favorite podcast apps, and you can find us at shonenflop.com. Keep on flopping, floppers. Quoni to everybody, and welcome to the hashtag best worst anime podcast round. Hit the theme music! Giovanna have a dream to fulfill. Hi kids, do you like violence? Wanna see me stick nine nine-inch knives through Yakuza's eyelids? Wanna fuck a lolly like me and do exactly like I did? Try drugs and get fucked up worse than my life is? My brain's dead weight, I'm trying to get my head straight, but I can't figure out which maid I want to impregnate. And the doctor said, Slim Shady, you basehead. Uh-oh, so why is your face red? Man, you wasted. Well, since age 12, I felt like I'm someone else, because I hung with my original self from the top bunk with a belt. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Talking Anime, where we're finally talking about one of my favorite mangas, Voynich Hotel. Mitch, hit him with the intro. Okay. Murder.
Konnichiwa, everybody, and welcome back to another exciting fucking day of talking anime. Crack them if you got them. Fucking grab your favorite waifu pillow, take off your fucking pants, and get freaky. It's time to talk some anime with your boy, Mitch. And with me, as always, the number two to my number one. Gashi, how's it going, brother? Thanks for calling me shit, Mitch. How are you? <laughs> you are the shit, brother. You are the shit with that amazing intro that you did. <laughs> um, Yeah, I'm... I'm pretty good. I'm happy we're finally talking about this manga. I tell everyone I know to read this manga. You can ask our special guest today, Triple. Yeah, he forced me to watch this, uh, or read this, sorry, a while back, and, uh, from, from, it was like, with Gachi, it's a hit or miss, but this one was a pretty good hit. I, I enjoyed reading this one all the way through. Yeah, I know. I was, uh, when I started doing the manga review on, uh, the podcast, I went, I went into the Discord like I normally do, and I'm like, okay, uh, anyone shoot me some manga ideas. And, of course, Gachi comes up and is like, oh, you gotta come and read uh, Voynich Hotel. I'm like, fuck it, I'll check it out. And I got halfway through and dropped it and just recently picked it up and gotta say, it was definitely a hit. I do gotta say it was a hit. Yeah, listen, I think this has better Dragon Ball jokes than the City Hunter movie with the Master <laughs> Roshi gag. <laughs> yes, and I do have to say I will be bringing that up later in uh, when we talk about the uh, maybe like favorite panels, favorite moments of said manga. Listen. But with that being said, what has everybody been watching and or reading this week? In two days, I have read 53 volumes of Baki. Help me. Uh, I'm proud of this one. <laughs> I mean, I've watched an I've watched all the anime out, but I'm like, I'm gonna read the manga. And two days later, I've just fucking consumed everything. Uh, Fuck me. Over time, over those last couple days, I completely read through and is currently up to date with a manhwa by the name of Nan Hao and Shang Feng. I might have just horribly uh, mispronounced all those, but um. Uh, it's it's literally just a manhwa about bros being bros. Uh, the, oh, that's do you, there was actually a, an anime about the kind of the similar concept. I forget the name of it. it. Was like boy something. Golden boy. No. No. But that was a godly anime. Oh fuck! I know the one you're talking about. It's the one where the uh, the chick goes to hit on the guy and they make the whole like three minute gay bit out of it, right? Yeah. Then they're, they like they, their sister walks in on their brother and like both his friends. Just in his room, trying on her bras. Uh, what is it? Fuck. It's not, I don't think it's Golden Boy. It's not Golden Boy. It's Golden... No, it's not Golden Times either. It's Golden Times. That's the one. It's, it's Golden, Golden Times. Times. I think it's Golden Times. I thought Golden Times was romance. I don't know. But this is like that, if you rank that up to a thousand. Uh, yeah, Golden Time is a uh, funny little thing. Uh, I'm pretty sure you guys have seen the, the meme around... Uh, of the guy chasing uh, this big uh, buff black dude with like pink black black and ponytails, chasing a black haired dude down the road while all his friends and say, as you can see here, he's catching up very fast. That's the, this is where that came from. It is a uh, yeah. it is a godly little thing. I, I love it so much. It's so funny. You know, it, it, you're talking about the my boyfriend, right? 
Yeah, Not from, that, but that's God, that was time. funny. Yeah, that's Not that. I, I'll, I'll figure it out later. I'm going to be searching it through this podcast. Like, so, so if I randomly just burst out with a name, be prepared. I will randomly just spew it as soon as I figure it out. But uh, if you're looking just for a fun time, uh, one of my favorite bits in this is that uh, one of the girls, that, the girl the main character lights, uh, is completely into BL. And constantly puts him into situations where he's in, like, BL situations with his best friend. So she's a sexual oh predator. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. There is a website for those kinds of people. Kind of. Uh, <laughs> there's a few on the deep uh, deep web as well, or the dark web. <laughs> uh, it, it, it's more like, uh, say, like, what his best friend just, like, throws a note to him and says, What do you want to eat? So he tries to answer back and accidentally hits the girl. So she sees like this and um, she writes down cold noodles, which in, uh, I, I believe, Korean terms mean, is kind of like an innuendo for gay sex. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just like situations like that occasionally. It's really good. I'll, I'll send a link to you guys afterwards. It's really anyone funny. that's had anyone that's had a real one in their lives knows that that is something a guy would write as a gag, anyways. Absolutely. I, I, I'm, me and you are basically like that on a daily basis. Oh yeah. Hey, uh, Triple, you want to go get some cold noodles after this episode? <laughs> uh, you know it, baby. Oh. Here, I'll, I'll put a link to it in case you guys are feel down to ever read that. It's I highly recommend it. <sighs> But, uh, yeah, that's what I've been reading lately. Mitch, what you been fucking with, homeboy? Alright, so, as of lately, I've been consuming manga a little bit more than my consumption of anime. Good. So, the past few days, uh, since my vacation, I decided to start picking up some different random things. I started reading, uh, two days ago, uh, Fist of the North Star. And uh, I'm officially on uh, volume two right now, so like chapter nine as the app that I'm reading it on is. I am definitely loving this fucking manga, and the minute I can get it, I plan on buying the physical copies for it. The and, physicals uh, are phenomenal. <sighs> I have then, I, I have some um, pictures in the Discord of my hand compared to yeah. one, and it's bigger than the physicals, and those are the same size as JoJo volumes. Yeah, and uh, congratulations! So... You're gonna have an entire bookshelf. <laughs> uh, so I started reading that. Uh, I started reading uh, Roroni Kenshin uh, because I'm I'm re- uh, watching the anime, so I'm like I might as well read the manga. So I started reading the manga. Back to onto it. the terms of sexual predators. <laughs> okay, so I I know that the manga is not the greatest of human beings who has walked this earth. But I am of the mindset to separate the art from the artist. I'd be... No, no. I'm not the type that supports, like, like uh, you know, you shouldn't read something. I still think it's great. Don't get me wrong. I enjoy it quite a bit. But at the same time, it's one of those ones I'm going to recommend people pirate. That's the thing. I'm on, uh, I'm on a uh, free app uh, called Manga Fox, and I'm not paying any of anything for this. Like I'm, I'm checking out the manga that I actually want to spend money on. Roroni Kenshin, I'm not going to support financially. 
Well, I think um, the worst part I am about going that to... was the guy got less. He got a fine for less than the total cost of all the porn, of all the child porn. He had. Yeah, yeah. See, he had actually FBI done. FBI should be knocking on my door any minute now. Oh God, <laughs> um, uh, Jesus Christ, triple. <laughs> I meant in the fact that you guys are like, you know, talking about illegal piration. I normally I was I normally was using um the Shonen Jump app and I was pa- actually paying for it. But the problem is the manga that I want to read is not on that app. Yeah, Shonen Jump needs so to since get their retro shit. They do. It would be very nice because I would still pay the money for it, but because I'm not using the app right now, I stopped paying for it, so I'm using this. And half the manga I want to read is on this app and I'm not paying for it right now. So like I said, I'm reading it now, but I plan on actually buying the physicals for the manga that I actually am reading and enjoying. Because after this, I'm doing JoJo. Oh, yeah. I have, keep, um, um, keep in mind with JoJo. On the Shonen Jump app, they're only on part four, partially translated. But yet, no, they actually just got to part five. Oh, they just started part five. Yeah, I was gonna say. Okay, so they finally caught up to the physical releases. Yeah, so I'm I'm probably gonna read uh, whatever I can, and then uh, yeah, and then I got a uh, vagabond is another one I'm planning on reading soon. Oh, that's uh, a that's a memory right there. Yeah, and, uh, unfortunately, yeah. Mitch, you're and never gonna bizarre. get a conclusion to those two. I know that's. That's the really shitty thing because I am a huge fan of like the whole samurai like movies, the worst culture, part and everything. About um, about vagabond is the mangaka. I think he did Slam Dunk. I want to say or Kuroko no Basket. I can't remember which one he did. He did one oh. of the two. But the thing that really pisses me off is the fact like I understand overworking and taking a break for your health, which is what he did. Then he's just like, yeah, I'm never gonna finish this and won't pass it off to someone else to finish. Mm. And, and that's that's the thing when I'm like that's the one thing about manga, right? Is that I'm starting to get into this new medium for me, anyways. It's a new medium for me because I haven't read manga this much since when I was so much younger in grade school, going to the book fair and getting Shonen Jump from uh, the book fair. And you really only wanted it because it had that those like two or three rare Yu-Gi-Oh cards that would really work in your deck. Yes. That and because I was a Dragon Ball Z fan, and I was actually reading the manga for Dragon Ball Z in Shonen Jump at the time. Incredibly so, fucking based. You guys, I, I was. You guys I was had reading, all that crap. I had. I was reading. This is uh, the. I was uh, reading that. This is the base department. We're here to uh, congratulate you on your childhood work, Mitch. <laughs> I was reading that. I was reading um, Ice Shield 21 when it was in Shonen Jump. Ah, uh, yes. The um, where a guy literally has superpowers because he's black. <laughs> I was reading um, Naruto when it was in... Uh, when I was getting it. I was actually... I think the last Shonen Jump I bought was the first uh, release of Shonen, of uh, Shippuden. That was the last Shonen Jump I bought. Daily Lives of High School Boys, that's it. Okay, there's it. there it is, yeah, Daily Life of High School Boys, yep. <laughs> I knew it, I knew it! Sorry, keep going. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. I, I, I used to read manga when I was younger, because I loved anime, so I read manga. But then, you know, I stopped reading, or I stopped watching anime, I stopped buying manga, and, that, and then when I got back into anime slowly, it was mainly just watching anime and now that it's 
consumed my life to the point that I do not watch anything but anime. Well, first off, um, you gotta unfuck that because there's some great TV and movies out there. There is, but the problem is, I just haven't gone out there and watched it. Like the last thing I want to, or the last normal thing I watched was Lucifer, the last season that came. Have out. you watched Sons of Anarchy yet? I was watching it when it was on TV, and then I got through the first two seasons. Uh, I do actually want to rewatch that again. Uh, what about Enter the Badlands? I heard that's phenomenal. Fuck, I want to watch it. That's one of those, and Westworld is another one I really want to watch. Enter the Badlands is literally just Fist of the North Star without Hokoto no, uh, Hokoto no Ken, I think it is. Hokoto no Ken, or is it Hokoto Shinken? Hokoto uh, Shinken. Yeah, it's basically Fist of the North Star without the the exploding people. The the one okay, so you call throwing dynamite at martial art? Hey, if it works. So I watched. I started watching a uh, a live action adaptation of an anime, and it really gave me the idea that I think we should try and do a couple more of those. Like we watched the good <laughs> live adaptations of shit, not the trash. We'll save the because trash room. I have a guest on. Oh, <laughs> death note. Yeah. <laughs> the one I really want to watch is there's a really good JoJo one that I want to watch. Uh, the Last Smoke Ishibe Rohan ones? Yeah. I already seen them. They're so, so the one live action that I am watching right now is I started watching uh, Rurouni Kenshin, uh, the live action movies. Oh. All right. Is, City, and, is the City Hunter one better? I enjoyed the City Hunter one a lot more because I love a good comedy, but like the fight scenes in Rurouni Kenshin are so good, and it's just so fun watching a, a katana cut through somebody, and you just watch a fountain of fucking blood squirt everywhere. Fair enough. So, and yeah, I plan on trying to watch the entire series because I know Funimation has the first three movies. And Netflix has, like, the last two movies. Like, they have, like, literally the two newest movies are on Netflix. Yeah, well, Netflix also bought JoJo, which brings hope that they're going to dub part four, finally. Yeah, <sighs> because be, I would... don't watch the dub for JoJo, but I have people that we finished part three, and they just want, they, they watch dubs because we'll, like, smoke weed or drink while we watch it, and, like, have conversations. Yeah. So it's a lot easier to keep up with it. Hmm. Well, that's uh, like when I was watching, when I'm watching at work, I have it on dub so I can focus on doing like all my paperwork and shit and be able to hear it and understand what's going on. So, and, but when I'm home, I, I throw subs on or I throw sub on and I fucking sit there, you know, smoke a fucking bowl and just fucking enjoy fucking horrible English. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. I, I think. My favorite dub to this day is like not counting ghost stories because that's just too legendary. <laughs> we still we still need to fucking do an episode on ghost stories. Yeah, we're waiting. Let's wait for Anari to come back. We'll get Anari on for it. Come <laughs> on, right, so. <laughs> don't worry. Ghosts only go after bad I people, can... like Republicans. <laughs> no, it was, I can uh, only it was imagine. That's what they said. <laughs> no, they said Republicans. Oh no, no. Uh, I still think my favorite quote from that is a. Uh, Oh man, she looks like that lesbian I met at a wonderful gay conversion therapy camp. <laughs> my god, I my, love that so much. My favorite one, and the worst part is, it's the most fucking racist thing they say in that goddamn <laughs> no, show. It isn't. Not because you're a rabbit. It's because you're black. black. No, that's not the most racist <laughs> thing they say in that. I'm no. just gonna. 
No. The amount of Jew jokes there. they made towards that one kid. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, or when, or when they, yeah, um, they, they said there's this one character with big lips and glasses, and he's just drawn like that. It's not <laughs> supposed to be a stereotype. He's like, well, he's Asian. He's supposed to be Asian. He's supposed to be like a nerd. Yeah. When they made a joke that he looks like a palette swap Mr. Popo at one point. <laughs> Yeah, I remember that, and I'm like, oh no. I might be misremembering it, but I'm 90% sure they did. Uh, The other one is the gay pajamas. That's another one of my favorite scenes. Oh, God. But um, I thought of a uh, a fun segment, guys, while we were talking. But uh, after I... Well, I'll tell you about it after I go into my shit I've been fucking with. Um, I actually recently uh, read, like, 50-something volumes of Baki in two days. Help my soul. It's so fucking I'm proud. Fun. I'm proud of you. It's such a good show. I love it. I gotta... I gotta... I think Baki, I'm gonna put it in my rotation for manga to read. Oh, oh you absolutely need to. I think it's definitely one of those that's... Uh, the anime ramps up the insanity even more. But if you want, like... De- if you want, like, the beauty of it, you read the manga. But if you want the insanity and just the absolute batshit crazy stuff, you read... You watch the anime. I do yeah. both because I love both sides of it. Because I, love, the, I, love the, I love the scene where the guy puts glass, dips his hands in honey, uh, dips it in glass, and beats five people to death with it. <laughs> yep. That's from that's from fucking uh, blood. Was it blood sport? That's the no. thing they used to do. Yeah. Well, that's it's, from, it, it, yeah. But that's there was, from there was a mo- Yeah, there's a. I think it was a John Jean uh, Claude Van Damme movie too. Mm-hmm. That's because I can remember that they did something like that in the, uh, one of the movies. That's because it's an actual thing they used to do. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no, like, I you need to like because like you can watch the show and it's it's fine. You can do that, but the amount of detail the mangaka puts in like the drawing, you see every little muscle in the human body, and the crazy part about it is all the muscles are true. That's everything well, a body has, say, for, like, well, Yujiro or Baki. They're just yeah, really over-crazy proportioned. There's a few times where what they'll do is they'll add muscles that technically shouldn't be there for, like, really <laughs> badass scenes. Like, when someone's flexing everything. But otherwise, he literally just drew someone at 0% body fat. And then just, like, he's like, let's make this guy look like Kim Kardashian with 0% body fat. That's been powerlifting for 42 years. And, and then make him 14. Been- yeah, and then has some muscle mass of like a has a more body weight per cubic inch than a block of lead. It, God damn! It, it is, and the the scary part about it is, he is absolutely like physically and muscle wise, every single one of the muscles exists that he draws, save for two characters. Yeah, and that's they're just over proportioned to all living hell. Damn. They're just extremely over proportioned, but every every muscle fiber you see in there, every single one of it's true. Listen, being good at sex, you can be good at sex if you're good at karate. If you're good at fighting, you're just good at sex. So much so that you can go on for how many days? Is I think it three? it's three straight days. <laughs> three and straight then, and then days. And then his dad shows up and he's like, you got good hips, give me a good grandchild. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. It's like, oh yes, I see. You're good. I, I, I'll accept you as a mate for my son. You're good. Alright. Yeah. Uh, I love, God. I love, I love how Baki's dad can go from a completely psychotic man <coughs> to a very loving father because he doesn't want his son to die. He wants his son to take over his mantle and then beat him to death. 
Okay, so uh, so the big the big bad chat of the week goes to all the characters at Baki again, um, yeah, again because we. So the funny part is uh, we did pick them for the planned episode, the recorded episode, I should say that we had. Um, we gave it to them, so this is the official big bad Chad award of the week goes to everyone in Baki because. God damn it. Oh my god, god I it. love them so much. Was it, uh, is it Muhammad Ali? Which one's like Coffin Baki again that literally just arrests people by stripping naked, intimidating them with his penis? That was, that was you, Jero. <laughs> he, intimidated, he intimidated Hillary Clinton with his dick. God damn it. He literally just like got an erection in front of her and she nearly pissed herself because she was scared. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was just listening to tra- or the one of the latest episodes of Trash Taste, and they were just talking about Baki. Yeah. So this is funny that it should, you guys just brought it back up again, dude. Dude, we need to have like an actual episode about it because if that's the case, then I am an expert of Baki. I, I will I will try and at least get the anime in for an episode like that. Honestly, oh my God. I would say you don't even need to watch the '90s one because the the Baki anime on Netflix. Literally recaps yeah. all the good parts of it. I mean, he, I, okay, he, I was. He's gonna miss the gorilla fight. Well, you can just Google that. I mean, yeah, that's fair. By the way, Baki yeah, fights a gorilla. Yeah. Okay, so wh- why don't we do that for the uh, review? We'll fucking watch that, and then we'll go right into our uh, the conversation about uh, your favorite manga. Oh, oh well, I had I had a segment planned. Oh, go cool. yeah, go ahead. But I gotta take a piss break first, so you guys keep empty air while I run to the bathroom. Oh, okay, yeah, fine. Okay. But yeah, uh, I highly recommend it. It's so good. So what? what, what uh, this is this is a be a fun question for you. What was the first ever right. like manga or anime type of thing that you got uh got into really? Okay, so I have said it in the past that the first um, physical anime that I watched was uh, Dragon Ball. Hmm. So Dragon Ball was my first anime, and uh, that was because growing up here in Canada, before I went to school, we on YTV. Uh, there's uh, they always played Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, and then they would sometimes have Dragon Ball GT after, but usually it was uh, Yvonne of the Yukon. Mm-hmm. But it was uh, Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z were my first two anime. Um, then I got into reading Shonen Jump, which opened my eyes to Naruto. Um, I think I, at the time it was uh, Zatch Bell, I think, was in Shonen oh Jump. Oh my god, I too. forgot about Sh- Dude, Zatch Bell was the shit I, back I, in I the watched, day. I, I watched that on TV when it was airing, and, Sh- and uh, Shaman King. Oh Shaman my King god. Was another one I read and watched and i'm just re i'm watching what's on netflix i'm only like two episodes in did you did you watch big o all right all right all right guys i got our segment here okay okay you have to pick one anime and one movie director to do a uh to do a remake or a live action to do a live action adaptation of any one anime any one anime so it can be any anime and any movie director okay i got it to make a live action movie I got it. Go ahead. Coming to you this summer, Michael Bay in Gundam. 
the movie. I'm gonna kill Imagine myself. this! Imagine this! Titties and giant explosions and giant fucking robots. That is my selling pitch for Gundam the movie. Written and directed by one Michael Bay. Didn't Gundam he just do that with 2008? Yes, with the Transformers. Yes, that's yeah. exactly what he did. Yeah, but it's Gundam, so sue me. Alright, Triple, you got one? <sighs> Shit. I gotta think of it real quick, because I don't know many directors. <laughs> uh, okay, okay, let's see here. Immediately off the top of my head, I will pick the Baki series, mm-hmm. since we were talking about that. And let me just remember, I, I gotta make sure I get the name of this correctly, give me one second. Uh, you can just say the movie that he directed to give us a better sense. Uh, the guys who did uh, Endgame. Because they can make, like, an entire universe where, like, each character gets their oh, own movie. Fuck it, and then um, you can get, like, a Raitai tournament movie where all of them come together. Uh, the Russo Brothers. The Russo Brothers. They get those too. Every single one of them are gonna, like, get, get characters gonna get their movie. It's gonna end with Baki getting his movie. And it's just gonna be like, congratulations, now we have the Avengers-style, uh, ultimate tournament popping off now. Alright, alright. I think I got one that trumps both of you. The OG Devilman series. Oh, shit. Done by the director of Upgrade. Don't think I've seen that. Neither have I. Oh my god, the fight. Okay. Alright, alright. So, I chose the uh, the director of Upgrade to do a live-action adaptation of Devilman or Violence Jack. Yeah. I wholeheartedly agree with this. Yes, 100%. They have the brutality that, that that is needed. They are willing to make that like a- after the scene that like the kitchen scene that he d- that he just refreshed us on just there. Uh yeah. Yes. Everything. Can yes. you imagine the club scene done like that? I can Im- I can imagine. I I want the titty eat back. <laughs> titty munch, munch on titty. I showed that to a, I've shown that to a multiple people, and each one of them has grabbed their tits and like, oh my god. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, th- I I would absolutely love to see that. Like this this guy make that. That would be awesome. Triple, you had uh, an update on your choice. Oh uh, yeah, I, I re I realized that uh, if for a fighting movie, who I chose probably wasn't the best idea, and if it's Baki, then what it needs is to be a good fighting movie. So I instead. Chose the director from The Raid. And for those who don't know what that is, literally some of the best choreography and fight scenes ever. Like, in any movie total. I would highly recommend it. It is uh, a Japanese movie, so you would have to see it uh, subbed. But God, is it a good one. You know, I want to throw. I want to throw. Yes. I'm gonna throw a yes, mulligan. I'm gonna throw a mulligan on mine too. So, I'm thinking James Cameron in One uh-huh. Piece. No, no, no. Mitch, you're kicked from the podcast. Triples now, Mitch. <laughs> How are you doing? I own the podcast now. Damn it! No, I refuse to give up my fucking shit. 
You've been outvoted. The council will Joaquin decide your fate. Fe- Joaquin Phoenix is now <laughs> Luffy by uh, James, Cam- James Cameron's One Piece. <laughs> Just kindly kisses like Kobe on the head. No, I'm. You gonna, never made fun of me. You're fine. You I'm, get to I'm go. Gonna, I'm gonna stick with my original. I just want. I was just doing that for the meme. Okay, okay, now, now, now we have to make a whole bit out of this. Who else? Who's playing Shanks in in uh, James Cameron's One Piece? Because Joaquin Phoenix is playing Luke. Okay, so- a gender bent Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> no, she would play I Nami. Nothing. She would play Nami. Oh God, you're right. You're right. She would play Robin then. Um. Get, Megan like, Fox, Miranda, Miranda Cros- <laughs> Crossgrove. She's got the uh, no, she's got the tits for that. Never mind. <clears throat> that is difficult because like everyone in One Piece has an insanely large tits. Howard Stern as Brooks. <laughs> I believe it. I, I I'm fine with that. Um, Batista uh, is Frankie. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Uh, what about I counter with John Cena? I think John Cena would have better energy for it. Okay, who would play Zoro? Would would you give that Batista to uh, to Zoro? No, uh, no, no, no. That's that's going to be uh, Mr. Keanu Reeves. Oh my God! Yes, yeah, Keanu, yeah. Keanu and Zoro. I would watch that anime. And Ryan Reynolds is uh, Ryan Reynolds is going to be Sanji. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds yeah. is Sanji. I can say that. Yeah. Now, who are we gonna get? We have to have like Usa. Like we have Joaquin Phoenix as, as Luffy. We um. He's like our really off, out of the color choice. He's playing our, uh, he's playing our Usopp. Fucking, um. Well, we have Michael to have Sarah. Michael, Michael Sarah. Sarah. Yes. yes, it has to be Michael Sarah. I, I was fixing to okay. say we have to have a fourth diversity you, quota, so. You gotta, and then I'm thinking, uh, maybe, uh. Beyonce, Beyonce as, uh, Robin. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm thinking, okay, so who's gonna do, who's gonna voice Tony? Cause who's gonna voice, uh, Tony? And he's gonna voice Chopper. Yeah. Um, easy, Batista, easy, Dave easy. Batista. The voice of Timmy Turner. Oh yeah, yeah. Whoever Tara voiced Timmy Turner. Uh, Tara, voice. Strong. T- Tara Strong. Yeah. Tara Strong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Easy, <laughs> easy choice. Yeah. Um, all right, all right. We've got that. We've got that. Um, who's gonna voice uh, Jinbei? I love how who's we all took a silence just to think about that for a second. Who's voicing Jinbei? I can almost see me. Snoop, Snoop Dogg, Snoop Dogg. Yeah, Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg's gonna voice Jinbei. <laughs> it fits too well. Every uh, dude, the, I, I will say this right now. This is not from like a stereotyping thing. It's uh, everyone I've talked to of the African community, uh, com- uh, African American community that loves Ethnic. One Piece. Yeah, all say that Jinbei's their favorite. <laughs> dude, Jinbei, Jinbei is actually just like, like. Uh, Okay. Jinbei is the shit, bro. That yeah. is that is your whole, that is your boy for life. He's the definition of like lo-fi black man that knows karate. That's the best way I could describe Jinbei. Black man karate is his martial arts. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we can say that. Uh, so much well, they call for it sponsors. Fish man kar- Ah, so much for sponsors. <laughs> no, no, no. Instead it's of Fishman Karate, instead of Jinbei, Snoop. Well, Snoop Dogg's a really good actor. Yeah, that's no, he's a great he actor. He's a good actor. No, no. Instead, instead of just having Jinbei like have CG as a fish, it's just Snoop Dogg <laughs> Black Man Karate. <laughs> he's the Weed Kage and does Black Man Karate. Oh my god, dude, dude! I, have you guys seen that shit, Weed Kage? Yeah, that was this, that, that was shit was so smooth that I'm like, uh, yeah, I could totally see Snoop Dogg just doing Mitch, that one day. Mitch, Mitch, I had a business idea. Okay. 
I, I, I'm gonna go get some merch designed. Alright. Oh no. We're gonna start a weed dispensary business called Weed Kage. Oh my god. So, the funny thing is, on Instagram, I have somehow come across, like, the weird, like, niche, uh, weed companies that are named after anime things. Mm-hmm. And I found, for some reason, it was, um, what was it? Was like a it was a Dragon Ball Z themed one. I don't know how the fuck it they found me, but they found me, and it was like everything they named was after Dragon Ball Z. It was like super. I think it was like Dragon Ball Solutions or something like that. <laughs> Dragon Ball Solutions. I'm, I'm like, the fuck is this shit? This is awesome, dude. They, they, they named they themselves literally... after the worst movie <laughs> imaginable. No. You know what? You know what? They fucked it up. They should have been Dragon Ball GT. Oh my! God. Oh my God! Yes, Dragon Ball. That is Z. the stone. You know what? Damn it! We need to get. Wait, we need we to need... copyright that. We need to we, copyright you know what we that. Need to do? We need a YouTube series of that, and it's just Dragon Ball Z characters fucking stoned, stoned to Dragon Ball Z. Goku okay, admits um, that he knows he's not actually like stupid. He knows everything. He's just acting stupid. He's just really he's fucking just constantly high. <laughs> he's just really high all the time. Okay, okay, to get back to our live action one piece, we got Jinbei as a uh, stoop dog as Jinbei. <laughs> um, who's I'm playing kept... Shanks? Who's playing Shanks? Oh fuck! Who we have Shanks? It has to be a redhead. So what redhead um, could we make? Fuck. Um, I don't remember off the top of my head redhead. At- I mean, you can red. easily just do, like, someone like fucking Chris Hemsworth and put a fucking red wig on him. No. No. Shanks, Shanks has to be, like, kind of off-putting. Kind of off Seth Green. Oh, my God. Harvey Weinstein is Shanks. Oh, no! <laughs> no, no, it has to be Prince Harry. <laughs> <laughs> Prince Harry is Shanks. Is the king of the redheads, you know it, and so do I. Ed Sheeran! Ed Sheeran! Ed Sheeran! No, no, Ed Sheeran is Shanks. That's perfect. Wait, wait, no, no, no. No, no, no. Ronald Weasley. Oh, Robert, no. uh, Robert, uh, oh, what was his, what's his last name? Uh, oh, I don't remember. <coughs> George Clooney! <laughs> George Clooney is Garp. Yeah. Okay, so who's playing Buggy? Um, who the fuck would play Buggy? Who's someone on. who's someone that's super mentally unstable in Hollywood? Gary Busey. No, 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 no. <laughs> what? How? How am I? Free? I'm blanking on his name right now. But it is the Grinch, Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. Yeah, that, yeah. that's just a given. Jim, yeah. that's just a given. Jim Carrey. Yeah, yeah. Um. Rest in peace, if he was still alive, the power move would have gone to Robin Williams. Yeah, yeah that would have been the perfect role for him oh, yeah. if they were doing One Piece. So in James, Cam- James Cameron's uh, One Piece, <laughs> um, uh, who's going to play, who's going to play, um... Who's going to play the Going Mary? Uh, Kim Kardashian's thighs. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, Kanye West is Don Krieg. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Who would have? Who would we have as crocodile? Uh, Kurt Russell. Yeah, Kurt, I'm fine yeah. with that. That's fine. Who's gonna play Arlong now? <laughs> Fuck. Who no. would we have play Arlong? Oh, Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> no, he's not angry enough. 
Dave Batista is our. No, we'll give Dave Batista. Uh, Shiloh no, no. Bow or Shiloh Boof. No, 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 no. Yeah. Hold on, we're not going that crazy. Calm down. <laughs> uh, what's the guy? Who was the, who? Who played? Uh, who played Tony Batman Hawk. in Tony the Dark Hawk. Knight? Tony, Tony Hawk. Hawk. Tony Hawk is our. <laughs> no, 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 no. He's not angry at all. That dude's just too chill. Uh, I, I guess uh, yeah. Christian ben Bale. Affleck. Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. After the Batman. No, <laughs> D- D- dude, that was Christian Bale. Was that Christian Bale? Yeah, you know, Christian, Christian Bale. Bale was the Dark Knight. Yeah. I was thinking the new ones. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, I heard Ben Affleck, and all of a sudden, like Ben Affleck is Batman. That works out. All right, pick Ben Affleck. Um, hmm. Zach Efron is Zeus. <laughs> Eminem is a Neil. There we go. Easiest pick ever. <laughs> so, um, okay. Okay, our last character we're gonna do for this bit. Who renaming is our inappropriate choice for Ace? Oh fuck! It has to be a K-pop guy. No. There is no choice. You know it fits perfectly. No, I've got something much, much worse. Uh, inappropriate, are we going? Yes. Oh, okay, well, he, then, hmm. You're asking a lot of me for putting inappropriate out there. Alright. It has to be a bad choice for Ace. Ace can't get respect. Mr. Beast? No. I love Logan the guy. Paul. Oh, oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my oh god. Oh my god. How come I can oh, wait, see hold... that being a thing? Wait, hold on. Hold on. Never mind. Never mind. I'm not With Jake one. Paul as Sabo. Oh, oh no. Oh my god. And Joaquin Phoenix, the three brothers. Oh no. Joaquin <laughs> <laughs> so, Phoenix is Coming to coming, <laughs> coming to you this summer from the creator of Titanic. And Avatar brings you the magical journey of the journey of friendship as they find in James Cameron's One Piece starring featuring Joaquin Phoenix as Monkey D. Luffy, Scarlett, the Paul brothers as Ace and Sabo, Scarlett Johansson as Nami. I'm just gonna let this line up. Go ahead. Keanu Reeves as Zolo. I will kill you. I will kill you. I will kill you if you pronounce it that way. John Cena as Frankie. Howard Stern as Brooke. He's just going sultry voice for this. Nicki Minaj playing everyone's waifu, Boa Hancock. Okay, okay, hold on now, hold on now. She, she <laughs> can right, put my... She, all right, now, hold <laughs> up now. She can put her hand on my cock, if you know what I'm talking about. Okay, oh, we've gone too no. far. We've gone too far with this. We don't okay, disgrace the queen. We, we don't disgrace the so, future pirate queen. With that being said, uh, we're going to cut to the classic uh, yo, and we're going to talk about uh, Gachi's favorite manga. So, no, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. we were going to cut to Hotel California. Then we're going to talk about my favorite uh, manga. Okay, so... Uh, okay, so... Uh... Alright, guys. This is my number one manga of all time. This is my favorite. And I think you guys all see why. <laughs> yes. Yep. Yes. Can totally see why. And I have to say one thing. I thank you very much for giving me this wonderful piece of manga to read. It was very delightful, and I enjoyed every single chapter. All 69 chapters. 
Yeah, he wrote a bonus chapter. One page. Title it one chapter page. 69. One page. It was literally <laughs> one chapter with one fucking page to make uh, I love 69. It. Okay, okay. Let me t- to spoil here. Like, this is going to be a spoiler-filled discussion, as it always mm. is. Literally, the last chapter is... She goes, I'm a witch. And then they, they cut for one page to make an extra chapter to hit it 69. So that you can go, I know. And then the manga ends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They literally did that. I can't be the only one that had like a flashback to Captain Underpants. And then it did. <laughs> yes. I was thinking the exact same thing. Listen, Voyage Hotel, I just love it to bits. It's such a unique, like... I, I'm into weird, strange manga. You don't say. You don't say. But this like, manga this? is that in spades. The, 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 like it, the, okay, the sister. It cold opens. It cold opens to a dude going to a hotel to check in after fleeing Japan to an old Soviet war-torn island that Japan used to occupy back in World War II. And then there's landmines everywhere. And it cold opens to him trying to get a room. The maid gets in a room where the owner of the hotel had fought Chuck Norris and knocked out one of his teeth. And was wearing it like a pet, or was it like a necklace or something like that, right? Yeah, it was hung up on the door. Yeah, it was hung up on the hey, door. Hey, if, if, if he was able to do it, which I believe he would be able to, I would hang that crap up too. Yeah. Yeah. I would too. Uh, I, I love the implication is also that all the Chuck Norris memes are real in this universe. <laughs> yeah. That's just like, yes, yes, he in fact does have a third chin underneath his beard that he uses to, or he has a third fist underneath his beard where his chin should be. He, uh, he straight up, like, this manga is so bad shit insane. Uh-uh. And a lot of tits, too, like, a lot of tits. You mean, like, the, the falling apart rotting sister yeah, in the basement? Yeah, and her yeah. fucking shitting everywhere because whatever she eats, she just shits out. Yeah, she's dead. She doesn't have muscle reflexes. This guy runs away from Japan and goes and hides in a hotel with a bunch of money, and he's being hunted by people. That's how this manga starts. And it plays it straight for about two two paddles. And then it becomes like the hang on. Yeah, like you have the robot. Uh, Andy Royd, I think is what his name is. Yeah, Andy Royd. Who has the ability to squirt like hand moisturizer out of most of his fingers. He always has something different every time he appears. It's always something. He has a uh, perfume that if he sprays, he can stop uh, a woman's period for a week or something like that. Yeah, it delays it by a week. Yeah. But he's just been using it. Uh, he's been using it constantly because he didn't want his uh, his partner, as a female, to get like in the way of investigating with it. And then she thought she was pregnant, and it was a whole gag. <laughs> then he shows up uh, later in the manga, uh, flying. And he's like, "Oh yeah, you know, I got these new uh, government uh, offered uh, jetpack boots and shit." Couple page or a couple fucking chapters later. Oh yeah, those are obsolete. Everyone's into drills now. Yeah. <laughs> He's also just whips out his the robot whips out his yeah one yeah point. just randomly just like oh yeah I have a cock too and just whips it out. It's like why do you have a penis and why are you showing it to people? So we hey look, it's the first yeah, time he had it. He was proud of it. <laughs> Listen, I should explain this. Yeah, he, t- he learns from the Louis C.K. school of oh, teaching. If you got oh, it, flaunt it. 
And it was, it was uh, he, he was, you know, there, there's been some, like, doji, there's been some Rule 34s I've seen where there has been robot, a yeah. robot with a big dog, and that, he had a pretty big one on him, too. He got a vibro function. I wonder if it vibrates. <coughs> it's got three uh, settings. The, so there's, there's four, like, groups of characters in this series. There's the Yakuza group, which is like the main, and the witches. Those are like the main group in this. There's the hotel staff, the kids' investigation, yeah, the, the sleuth brigade, and the cops. The sleuth brigades and the cops, and, and then the demons the and the serial killers. The, the demons and serial killers. Yeah, the assassins. Well, yeah, I guess they tie into the Yakuza brigade, but they go hand in hand. So I, I put them about like the. The girls with no eyes, like those are my favorite. Those oh, two yeah, are just like, right. oh. oh yeah. Did you know they? Uh, did you know Mongaka this actually wrote like a bunch of uh, Dojin spinoffs? I uh, wrote a Dojin spinoff called the Jizzing Hotel. Oh, really? Um, I, I <laughs> wouldn't put it past it. But looking at this art, I totally believe it. The... You'd be su- you'd be surprised how many Mongakas were once Dojin artists. You you say oh, yeah. the uh, like, uh, was. the Jizzing like, uh, Hotel? Yes. Yes. I'm going to do some research to um, bring this up at the next episode to uh, do a quick review on uh, the Jizzing Hotel. Hotel. Because we're probably be talking about a fucking hentai next week, so might as well bring a fucking another hentai review. Well, if that's the case, boy do I have a certain artist for you of a little-known anime called uh, Don't Bully Me Nagatoro. Oh, Oh, God. That one. I know what you're referencing, Triple. <sighs> Dude has so much he's made. What's the manga? I'm going to review it for. Or, uh, what's what's the? Uh... We'll reveal the numbers next episode. We'll reveal the numbers <laughs> next time on Talking Anime. Drag next time on James Cameron's One Piece, <laughs> featuring Megan Fox uh, for so... two seconds. Who's everybody's favorite character from the manga? Uh, you mean who's their waifu? Who's your waifu? Yes, who's your waifu from this? Listen, everyone that knows me knows I'm not a big fan of lollies. Um, I'm. They also know I'm a weeb, and I like women that can kill me. So I'm going with Helena, who's been my number one waifu for years. Yeah, I, I'm on the same boat with you. I'm not much into lollies, but... Listen, I'd let her rip my heart out a, and kiss it. She's a black... There's literally one scene where she's, like, they're doing a Halloween special, so she gets some, like, orange dye highs on and, like, cuts her her dress up to be really short. And she goes up to her boyfriend, who's the main character, and she's like, don't worry, I'll give you a special service after. I'm like, damn, this bitch assertive! That's what you need in a woman. <sighs> I mean, like, I there, mine... there, was, there was the one scene where there were two... I don't mean to cut you off there, Triple, but, uh... There's one scene where she's like going through his body parts and wanted to rub his testicles because, you know, she wanted to see if she could give him a hard on while he slept. Yeah. So, you know, you got to love a woman who's uh who's uh, willing and able to uh be adventurous and learn things. Yeah, I don't know if it's about witch magic ripping my body apart for the inside, but it does it does fucking save his life later in the movie. Yeah, that's the funny part. It does save his life. But Dribble, what were you gonna say? 
I was gonna say the uh, the the maid sister, the one that's kind of emotionless. That one's my favorite. Well, yeah, she's got big tits and she's just a bro. Yeah, she that, is. And she's the only one in this thing not taken or not dead. I mean, is she not dead? She's literally a homunculus. So yeah, like that's she's, the question. She's a living. A homunculus is a living conglomerate of multitude of things, therefore it is alive. Alright, I'll let it pass. Yeah, fuck it, you get the the W on this one, champ. (laughs) This is the first time. (laughs) It's the first time in I'm done. (laughs) Oh, but god, this manga is so insane. Like, so, basically, this guy gets the hotel room uh, that Chuck Norris fought the owner in. There's a maid who keeps trying to kill her boss, or a cook who keeps trying to poison her boss, and he keeps eating it. So that's just one side plot. Um, The other side plot is there's a serial killer murdering men. It turns out she has a pact with a demon to give her blade fingers. And then she fucking wishes for bigger tits. Yeah, and she also got the the rabbit rabbit helmet for her sister, too, so she could talk to people. Yeah. Yeah. Um... But yeah, bigger tits. Yeah, she definitely was asking for bigger tits. Yeah, she got the bigger tits. Even if it was, and she regrets it too. Like she regrets it after a while, and then she's like begging to get it taken away. It's like, no, can't break your contract. I love how like there's an entire hierarchy too. Like there's like straight up, they just do business deals nowadays. There's just like, yeah, no, like if you if you dead, I just want to make a thing. They build, like, an Omega Tower on the property, and Helena, who's, like, this badass thousand-year-old witch, rolls up, and she's like, listen, motherfucker, get off my fucking island, or I'll kill you in your sleep. And she's like, either like, okay, we'll just turn it back to a donut shop. Yep. And then there's the, uh, the gay assassin, too, that, uh... Okay, so there's these people growing what's, like, supposed to be, like, crack, weed, and meth, and magic mushrooms in one plant. And... So it's like this whole side plot about them trying to sell it, and then this assassin gets hired to kill them, and he's a gay assassin, and he's been through this whole thing, but he's actually bisexual. Don't worry about it. Don't question it. Um, but he, um, he's sitting on a Ferris wheel with a sniper rifle, and, uh, <laughs> he's, like, shooting into this building, right? One of them is a DEA agent who's joined the side of the gangsters because she likes the drugs so much. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they're, they're shooting into this building. And they're like, they're like, we'll show you your tits if you let us live. And they're like, sorry, ladies, I'm gay. And then kills all of them. <laughs> yes. I think my favorite character, though, is the uh, the magical exploding girl, Melty. Oh my god, Melty, yeah. Magical she just blows girl. shit up. Alright, who's your favorite character that we've settled our favorite waifu? MC. <sighs> MC is... No, 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 hold on, no, I regret the decision. No, uh, owner is, owner is. The owner, yeah. The, it, the, it, I, do they actually give him a name, or do they just? Call I think him they the just owner? called. They the just owner. called him the owner. Yeah, yeah. we don't even get to see his face the entire time. Yeah, because he's he wearing a, a lucha mask. On. Yeah, he's got a lucha mask. He's, on he's the just entire a six time. foot like eight luchador. Yeah, he, any he, man he, who can throw down with Chuck Norris, and even if it's like doesn't, it, even if it doesn't matter if you break a Chuck Norris's teeth, because he'll just grow it back instantly. You still knocked out one of Chuck Norris's teeth. That's 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 impressive. Yeah. Um. I'm going to go with, uh... Oh, God. Mitch, who are you going with? I, li- I like the, uh, the mangaka artist. Oh, yeah, who, uh... Who's in love with... The, the ghost, uh, yeah. The, uh, 
The ghost, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute, you're dead? Yeah. Oh. Can I touch you? Yes. Oh. Then passes out before he gets a chance to touch her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I'd, I'd have to say my favorite character is the gay assassin. Yeah. He's so fucking funny. Every, every time, like that guy steals the paddle every time. Yeah, because he's like, because oh, Alice, the little girl, kept calling him a homo every time uh, she was talking about him. Because he's like, oh, don't worry, I'm, I'm not into girls. I'm a homo. Yeah, but it's like it's like that joking, not like not. It's one of those. It's not necessarily a great taste to call a gay person that, mm. but it's like it's like when you're friends with one and you do it back and forth as a joke. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you get that kind of, um, that relationship. Like, when the black guy gives you an N-word pass kind of thing. I mean, I, I, not... even then, only, like, no, no, I, I can't even condone that. If nope. you get an N-word pass, it is exclusively used between you and that individual. Yes. And in private, unless you're with other people that have given you the pass. Yeah. That's how it works. Is it okay I'm for this person sure. to say this word? Not unless a lot of people get really cool with a lot of things really fast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, he basically... This manga is so hard to describe. It's such a fucking clusterfuck. But it's a well-written clusterfuck. Mm. There is so many, my... like, stories between all these, like, groups of people. And it's always, like random changing things are going on and it's really hard it is really hard to describe what is going on because but it all ties together yeah in the in the end that's what it is it's like all these like groups somehow wind up everything tying in together and it's all because of this hotel ties everything in together i think the the favorite little side story is the uh the the poacher Oh my god, yeah. So, another one I really loved is the um, the older witch sister and um, uh, doctor's, like, weird fucking necrophilia-themed romance. romance. Yeah. Do you still love me even though I shit myself on the regular? Though it yes. does, it does, the series does end with uh, doctor going to go restore her body. So, I mean... Hey, I mean, technically you can with surgery. Well, uh, he's going to go gather all the parts of the witches with the uh, the main character and Helena to go get them back into working order. You see, yeah. that is something I would love to see as, like, maybe a couple, like, one-shot uh, fucking chapters, you know, just where is everybody now and what is their life like, you know? Because they, they touch on that, like, later on, near the end of the manga. It's, like, what, three years later? Mm-hmm. But I would kind of like to see where some of the, like, cool characters went off to be, like, after the manga was over, you know? Yeah. It's a very interesting story. And I don't really think, like, the closest thing I can describe it to is Durara, Jojo, and Evil Dead had a child. And it didn't take itself seriously. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Honestly, yeah. That is exactly what... That's how I would describe it, too. Uh, and the favorite thing about it is, like well, like I said, that my favorite girl would have to be the um, the emotionless older sister. The one that's not dead. Yeah. Uh, 
Because I love how they technically have a realistic look on, like, what it would be like to technically have a dead body but not be dead. Mm. Like, the fact that she rips off, like, door, like, like uh, bus doors with her bare hands and then she looks back and, like, her entire fingers are just, like, destroyed because she, like, used 100% of her, bo- of her body's, like, strength. Yeah. That shit is, like, I love that. I love that little, little details. I don't really think we can really describe this anymore other than saying, just read it. It's fucking great. Yeah, like, it is. Uh, I would highly recommend this because, like, like I said, like, I, it, I went halfway through it, dropped it, picked it back up, and finished it in, like, two days. Like, it's very, it's a very easy read. It's, like, the most pages is, what, like, 19 pages? And that's, like... I think the first one's, like, 40, 40, and then ever, after that, it's, like, 19. Yeah, and then you have, like, nine-page uh, nine chapters. You have, fucking, 12-page chapters. It's a very easy read. And, yeah, you would probably enjoy the entire thing. Uh, you get your, like, random references, too. There's at least a couple of Dragon Ball Z references in there, too. And I posted on the, the Talk Anime Network uh, Instagram uh, one of the panels where it's... Uh, the one ghost who has Vegeta's haircut, and the black cat's like, out for a walk now, are we Vegeta? And he's like, who are you calling Vegeta? Yeah. yeah. Or uh, they're, like, they're like, can you bring someone back from the dead? No, this is a Ball. dragon ball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Alright, but before we get into rating it, out of 30 like we do, uh, before we get into rating it, we need to ask, uh, Triple, what did you give this out of 10? And what was like your your closing thoughts on it? If I was to rate it the same, I would rate any other series with the same standards. Um, I guess I would rate this like a high 7 or a mid 8. So do you know how the 30 rating system works? Uh, I should explain that. Yeah, you should probably explain so that for those quick. of you that don't know how the 30 rating system works, so it splits into three tiers. 0 to 10 is like your lower tier shit out of 10. 20, or uh, uh, 11 to, uh, to 20 is, like, out of the average shit, and then 20 plus to 30 is, like, out of the good shit. Does that make sense? Mm. Yeah, so it's like... It's so, like, like, a 25 would be a perfectly average, like, or a really good out of the best series. Where, like, a 15 would be literally the perfectly average series. I would probably have this, in that case, as a... 25 or a 27. Yeah, it's really, really fucking good. The only Mitch. reason I say that is because it's relatively short. And there's I a feel like... there's a lot of plot holes. But, like, just in just reading through it, it is a fun, quick read. That the thing is, the I plot holes it. it leaves are kind of left on purpose. Like, it's really well written. That's the funny... It's like... It's like a Rick and Morty plot hole where you could obviously tell if he ever came back for a sequel, those would be filled in. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But the plot holes are still there. That's the only issue. Like, But I get, like, yeah. that, that's why I'm not ranking it, like, mid. Because, like, everything else is really fun. It's got a, it's got a really cool art style that I really like. I enjoy it. It's not too slow, not too fast. All around, it's a really good, just, I have it a good time reading this. I could talk about it with the homies and eventually... The, the way I can I can say something is if you talk about like uh if it's a good show and it's a fun show if you can talk about it in public and people will stare at you. 
That's how you can tell it's a good show. For trying well, to, like, exploit... Kiss Excess must be a 30 out of 30. <laughs> uh, um, Mitch, what would you give it out of 30? So, my, I would give it a 27 to 28. A hard 28. If anything. Yeah, I would, I would give it a 28 out of 30. I really enjoyed this. Um, it has, it's, you know, my kind of humor, um, the, you know, really well written, enjoyed all the characters, never once saw a character I'm like, I don't want to see this character ever again. I enjoyed every character who appeared in this manga. And yeah, if it wasn't, if it was maybe a little bit longer, it would probably be maybe a 29 or 30 for me if there was more to it. I feel like if we got one more volume of like an afterwards or like a collection of side stories. Mm. Yeah, I would it would definitely become like a twenty nine or thirty if we had something like that. Yeah, if we had like extra things like where are they now? If we had that, I would definitely rank it closer to like a twenty nine. Mm. Alright. Uh I'd give it a thirty or a thirty. It's literally my favorite manga for a reason. I love it. I like sharing it. It's so like not known. It's short and sweet. It's very, very fun. I think it does everything it needs to do and doesn't overstay it. Would I like more? Yes, but it doesn't suffer from the problems of a shorter series or a long series. It feels completely well done. So is there any manga that you guys would recommend that is in the same realm as this? Manga or anime? Um... Oh, you're it, asking. It's like fully coolie, but way better. Yeah, that's a perfect. Okay, so, sorry, that was that's a perfect like similarity I, right there. I want it. It's like fully coolie, but evil and adult. It's like it's like the horror, mo- like the horror fans version of like fully. It's like Cooley. what if you took fully coolie and instead of it being like an animation test, you actually made it into a series and took it seriously, kinda. And- Made it make sense. And made it make sense. That, that, that is a perfect actual example of like what it is. It, that or I like Kill a Kill. Any studio could, uh, yeah, if any studio could adapt this, I would love to see Trigger adapt uh, this. That's Trigger the thing. would do so well with this. I could see the colors and the, the explosions going the, so well. And the funny thing is the art style too does fit a lot of like the Trigger. Like, there's a lot of Trigger shows that kind of have that kind of art style too, so... Yeah, I could definitely see a trigger doing this uh, if it was a show. It feels like it feels like Fully Cooly and Gintama got together. Yes, yes. Like a, uh, you could see that, right? Absolutely, I can. Yeah. So I'd say uh, another good example of that is like uh, the certain blood spray situations where there's a couple situations where you see a lot of blood. I can see that just being sparkles and that being done by Studio Trigger. <laughs> Listen, if this ever got, like, announced for an anime, which I doubt it ever will, but if it ever got an anime done by Trigger, I would literally just, like, I I would quit my job just to watch it on repeat for the rest of my life. Uh, I love this series so much. It's my favorite manga. I I could see it. I'd be like, hey, Gachi, what did you watch this week? I watched Minoich Hotel for the fucking billionth time. Still going through it again. It's one of those mangas you can almost feel the soundtrack to as well. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be... What kind of music I, I, would I you I would guys... hear a lot of trumpets in this. It would have it would have a soundtrack composed of, like, the Eagles. 
I figured it would like be done tribal. By based on like the stories, I feel like it would be tribal. Like a lot of drums, a lot of wood flutes. A lot of um, yeah, but the whole manga's plot is based on the plot of Hotel California. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the only in thing. a way. That's the thing. It'd be like JoJo's Part One had uh, roundabout, uh, you know, roundabout in it. We're gonna we're gonna have Hotel California as our intro. No, we're gonna have it as the intermission point. We got Slim Shady for the <laughs> and uh, but yeah, before we close out today, gotta ask boys. What was your favorite gag panel? Because mine has to be when she's going, when Helena's going on a date and her sister picks up the outfit and she says, fuck me with an arrow pointing down to her crotch. God, there's two. And he stops and goes, go change. Uh, you mean this one right here that I'm putting in our special little chat? Oh man, whoever. Yes. The people who have access to this chat are going to be asking so many questions. No. Yes. We, 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 yes! Some of the gags feel very... Okay, anytime Helena's on screen, though, it feels like Calvin and Hobbes. Okay, I, I'm, I'm a bit unbiased because the, the Fuck Me shirt was actually the first time I ever saw it. Because, like... Yeah, that's how I sold you on it. Was that the Sorry Ladies, I'm Gay panel? No, actually, I'd seen it beforehand. I saw it on a... Uh, I'm, I'm not going to say the app that I use. But I saw it. it was It's a meme app. I saw it on there, and I was like, what is this? And I'm like, ah, I'll read it later, and I'll put it in the back burner. And then I saw, and then I, you came along and said, you should read this. And I was like, what's it called? And you gave me that. And I looked to it, and I'm like, wait a fucking minute. Hold on. Wait a second. Wait Who a goddamn second. Who are you? Who are you? What are you doing here? <laughs> uh, the funny thing was, that happened within like a two-day time span. Yeah, I remember. You're like, I saw this. <laughs> I was just like, Holy I think this is how I sold Mitch on it as well. Yeah, that yeah, that's the, that's what it was. He's like, oh, you gotta read this manga. I'm like, I uh, sure. Uh, then you're like, here's a panel from it. I'm like, sold. Dark skin lolly with a fuck me shirt. Yeah, I'm fuck me. I'm reading this. Well, fun thing, she's black. It's established, she's black. Yeah. That's that's a nice thing when manga gives a natural diversity to it. Yeah, because you know you look at like Chad being Mexican and Bleach. <laughs> yeah, because you never. I don't mind that. diversity if it's done well and it's not just rehashing a character like Miles Morales, phenomenal character because he's his own character. Mm. Static Shock, phenomenal character because he's his own character. Exactly. Ironheart Fucking die. Steel. Pardon. Ironheart die. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's when a character comes into their own and assumes the mantle. Like, Miles Morales, they didn't do it just because he's black. Ironheart was just supposed to be a black girl. That's Iron Man. The, the, the way they did... Because, they, like, the way they were able to do it with the Miles Morales universe was... for Spoilers for, like, how many years it's been out. But, uh... Peter Effin died taking on the yeah. entire Sinister Six. And he didn't let a single person die. But in the, yeah, in the in the at that point in time, Spider-Man he took a he took a Spider-Man literal fitty cow to the chest and kept fighting. And Captain America was less like, "What the f?" And it was Spider-Man is established to be like Avenger level strong. He just cares more about street level people. Mm. Well, not just that, dude's like insane <laughs> strong. Like he can go toe to toe with like I wouldn't say. Hulk, but he's like, if it's like a Hulk barely trying, then he's like right there. He is, he's able to lift up an entire skyscraper 
or at least keep it from falling so you can get another support beam in there. Yeah, like his his strength, like um, there's a YouTube, he's, he's the, there's a YouTube, right? But anyways, we're we're talking about Miles Morales here, and then we're gonna go back to our panels because we're talking about diversity. I don't mind a diversity character if it's not changing something established, because the way they did it in Ultimate Spider-Man is they killed Peter Parker, and that was one of the best. I still think that's top five Spider-Man runs full time. Ultimate Spider-Man. Oh yeah, for yeah sure. it was it was very controversial at the time because people were like, no, 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 you don't just kill Peter Parker. But they brought in a character that came into his own. I believe he is. It depends, but he can either be Asian and black or Mexican and black. I believe most things have him as or Mexican Puerto and Rican and black. Por- he's Puerto Rican Puerto and Rican. black, I believe. Puerto Rican, sorry, yes, uh, Puerto Rican, I believe, yeah. And I know there was a lot but of backlash over it because they they thought there was like a lot of no one didn't a lot of people didn't like him at first. They didn't really want to give him a chance until he they they didn't give him a chance because they felt like they were replacing him. And then he's like, they're like you know, you got a couple black people in there that were still mad about it, but they like. He's a black character. He's, he's coming into his own as an established hero. Let's give him a shot. And then some white guys are like, "Yeah, we'll give it a shot." The the Puerto Ricans and the, I believe, yeah, he's Puerto Rican if I remember. Yeah, right. he's, he's Puerto Rican. He speaks. He can speak. Um, I remember because yeah. they have a lot of they had a they, they made a few jokes about that at one point, or they talked about yeah. his history. Yeah, um, I think in some canons he's uh, he's Asian and black. It, it, his canons are weird. I mean, but, most um, Marvel comics, the canons are fucking weird. Yeah. But he, they bring him in in a good way, and they made him not immediately Peter Parker. Ironheart felt like a bratty, a bratty version of Tony Stark that's black and a girl. Well, you want to know the first thing that, that made me immediately didn't like her was the fact, like when she, it was the uh, the the elementary school scene, the uh, the elementary school scene. She was like in her elementary school, and her like her teacher at the time was like. Remember, kids, you can be anything you want to be when you set your mind to it. I know they were trying to make it just like a little funny gag, but it annoyed yeah. the crap out of me because, like, Ironheart sent, like immediately just said, "You're not supposed to say that." What? Yeah, you're you're supposed to tell me I can't do something, and then that's going to drive me to do it. And the teacher's just confused and just says, "No, you you can be whatever you want to be if you put your mind to it." And she's that's like, "No, you're supposed I, to tell me I can't." But no, I tell me I can't. Okay, you can't best... be you can't be Iron Man, and she's just like, "Screw you! I'm gonna be Iron Man," and then she's still Iron Man's tech and reverse engineered all his crap, which yeah. means she couldn't even become Iron Man in the first place. She had to use Iron Man to become Iron Man, and that was just stupid. I hated that. I think a character, if you want to bring a diversity character in, you bring them in as their own character, like Steel. He took over Superman's mantle, mm-hmm. but he was a well-written character. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love how he had the uh, the or, John Henry aesthetic. Uh, John Henry too. Yeah, like he based yeah. it off of the the folklore of John Henry. Yeah, they made all these unique. Like, there's so many good diversity characters that they just write out and make like black versions of. Like Black Panther, one of the coolest fucking heroes in the MCU. Mm. Great character. Yeah, he's fundamentally black. And I like that. But that's not his character. That's not what yeah, he but is. but that's not his character. Like, uh, Camilla Khan, I believe her name is, <laughs> the uh, uh, m- the new Miss Marvel, uh, is a horrible character. Because they introduced her by making her whole character, I'm Muslim and a girl. And I think she's gay in some canon. It's, that's another one that's weird. Uh, which but, goes really against the... Well, I, I guess that goes... that way. Never mind. I'm not, I'm not going to go yeah. around that. It depends. It's one of those. It's like if she was Christian and that all the uh, fucking interpretations of the religion, right? Yeah. But yeah, 
they don't... I like my diversity to be well-written and well-thought-out. I like it to be like, a character. I don't want you to be... I, like, yeah, I am black. I don't want you, what else? I don't want you to be Snowflake in safe space. Oh my god, that 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 entire group, I don't need... I'm still mad that they're actually going through with that. Like... So, to uh, get the hook in and reel us back into our topic on hand... Love the characters, love the show. Uh, the 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 angry uh, the angry lolly, the emotionless sister, and the zombie. Great trio. They do have a really good con. The the lolly has a really good contrast to the MC, who's very stoic and serious when he needs to be. Yeah, mm. and it's a very big contrast to like uh, MC seen some crap, but lolly seen way worse. <laughs> Dude, I still think that amazing scene where they give him his brother's skin was so good. Ah, uh, that mm-hmm. was that, and then they're like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna just turn yours into a uh, welcome mat." Yeah, because his brother's yeah. tattoo was so well done. Yeah. Uh, this is crazy. Anyways, this has been talking anime, where we got a tad bit political, like we promised. <laughs> and- we said we would, and we kept our promise. And Unfortunately, it wasn't what we intended. Yes. With that being said, I'll pass the uh, exit out to Mitch. Thank you, everyone, for listening to your favorite hashtag best worst anime podcast around. Here at Talking Anime, we firmly believe in self-empowerment. So if you have the power to go and fuck yourself like Black Salami... All power to you. We love every single one of you all day and every day. We will see you guys next time on Talking Anime. Peace out, everybody. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Peace out.